need him, don't we? We need him every day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Yes. God bless you today Praise for being God. here. Hallelujah. I thank God for the presence of the Lord. You may be seated. Enjoyed our Sunday school class very much. And I just thought it was seemed like everybody was in one spirit and one word. And our lessons are starting on faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. I don't care what we do. If we don't have faith, we can't please God. And I'm excited about the word of the Lord today. Amen. I'd like to take your Bibles. They probably already got it up there. Psalm 65 and 11, please. Psalm 65 and 11. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Thy crown is the year with my goodness, and thy paths drop fatness. We're going to speak from a subject this morning. Thy crownest my year with his goodness. I mean, you know, we don't, everything we need is right around us. I mean, it's here. Whatever you need this morning, it's already here. Whatever you need in life is already here. All we have to do is to believe the living word of God and what God has said. Notice here he said, what's he going to do to you this year? Going to crown you what? Every word that come out of the mouth of God came to pass. Just like he said. Every word, not one word has ever failed. David said it was God and God alone that crowned Solomon to be king. So he's going to crown your year with what? Hello? What kind of year are you going to have? Amen? Can everybody say amen? I'm going to have a good year? See, you're agreeing with the Word of God. You're not agreeing with yourself. You're agreeing with God. Is already going to crown you with what? Goodness. This year was going to come to the end and here a few days and Wednesday we'll start a new year. That crown us the year with goodness and the paths will drop fatness. The harvest is displayed all around us. The divine abundantly is going to be what? This year. This year. I like so many things. I like what I heard this morning. Like Sister Richard said, you can speak the word of God all you want to. Nothing ever going to happen until you have some action. You got to have action. I believe it, Brother Nicky really said, you can speak the word of God all you want to. As long as that little seed of doubt back in there somewhere, nothing's going to happen. But we're going to speak the word of God. God said this year is going to be what? A year of this crown with what? With goodness. Going to be crowned with goodness this year. Good things going to happen to us this year. And thy paths shall drop with fatness. In other words, it's going to flourish this year. Looking for a spiritual harvest, we must look only to Jesus. He is the Lord of the harvest. The writer in the Sunday school lesson had a wonderful 
thing. When God called Abraham, he told him to leave his what? Family. Did he leave his family? No, he didn't. He carried them with him. That was one of his first mistakes. I mean, you know, we grow in faith. We grow in God. He stopped off at Haram, a tar- Haram which means wasted years. He wasted his years with staying there, and he stayed until his father died. And then he, God called him again. And then he had to get rid of Lot. And then he had to get rid of Ishmael. And then he had to get rid of Isaac before God really knew. Now, God wants you to love your family. You ought to say amen. And all you young people, the Bible tells you to be obedient to your parents. If you want to have a long, blessed life, you must be obedient to your parents and respect them. So Abraham is the father of faith. He's not saying get rid of your family. He's saying get rid of everything that's going to influence your life from receiving what I'm going to give you. I mean, if us to get the crown that he's going to give us, we must get rid of everything that's going to influence our lives and keep us from receiving the crown that God has for us this year. It's the king that wears a crown. Is that right? And God's going to crown you this year. This is going to be a blessed year. Obedience has to be before the promise. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14 has a lot of things. that Goodness is going to overtake you and do what? Jump on you. Read verse 1 first. Before anything happens, there has to be what? Obedience. Obedience. Psalm 91 says, Those that live under the shadow of the Lord, and you read Psalm 91, you're going to be tremendously blessed. But it says, one, you must abide under his shadow. Obedience. Before the promises can come real in our lives, there has to be obedience. My year is going to be blessed with what? Hello? Goodness. Going to have a blessed year. You have not because what? You ask not. So we're going to ask what the Word of God tells us to do here. It's going to be rivers of refreshing. You find this also in Acts 3.19. He said there's going to be a time of refreshing. It's going to come from God. So we're looking for a spiritual harvest. We're looking for a feast at Pentecost where the blessings of the Lord comes from. Habakkuk 2 and 2 said write the vision and make it big. Make the vision big. I mean, you know, to have big expectation. Expect big things from God. If we want big things, we've got to do what? Expect big things. We've got to look for it. Verse 3 said, The vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak, and it shall not lie, though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely do what? Your crown is surely to come this year, because we have a promise from God that we're going to be blessed this year with what? Goodness and our paths are going to drip with fatness. We are blessed children. 
we're called to be blessed. Our Father owns all the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns all the silver and gold. The question been asked a lot, what can I give to God? Ourselves. All he asks from us is ourselves. And once we give ourselves, then he will bless us beyond what we can imagine. Peggy and I, I believe, have had a good year in 2019, but I believe, confessed now, 2020 is going to be a greater year. It's going to be a greater year. Benjamin Brown came in this world this year, so he needs to have a better year, right? And then Caroline Hill came this year. She needs a blessed year. The crown of goodness is going to be yours this year. I'm blessed going in and what? Amen. That's what Deuteronomy 28 said. But we're going to be obedient to God. One way, the best way to be obedient to God is to live by faith. Expect something good to happen. Every day expect something good's going to happen. Praise God. When I first got up in the church, I heard a guy say one time, he said, every morning I get up, the devil's sitting on the side of my bed trying to get me into something. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil, and what will he do? Flee. We don't want the devil sitting on the side of our bed when we get up in the morning and trying to get us into anything because we're going to have a blessed year. Psalms 41 and 11 says, from the Amplified Bible, Behold, all they who are enraged or inflamed against you shall be put to shame. And confound they who stri- he will confound those who strive against you and shall be as nothing and shall perish. We're going to be crowned with goodness that everything comes against us this year is going to do what? Perish. If God is for us, who can be what? And he's for us. Greater is he that's were in us than what? God is greater in us than anything that comes in our life. There's something greater in our life. That's Christ Jesus. The kingdom of God is within inside of us. Verse 13 says, For I am the Lord your God. Hold your right hand. I am the Lord who says to you, Fear not, I will help you. There's 365 scriptures in the Bible that says what? Fear not. Don't listen to the devil. Don't let him influence us in any way. I know I'm going to be blessed when? This year with what? With goodness. With goodness. And my path is going to be filled with fatness. It's going to be a glorious year for us when we be obedient to God. Verse 15 said, Behold, I will make you to be a new, sharpening, threshing instrument which has teeth. I hope I never shall forget the movie. What was it? The Passion of 
but the, was that the name of it? Where Jesus was down on the ground under the cross, blood pouring out of him. His mother went out, run out to him, and he tells his mother, don't fear. I am going to do what? Make all things what? New. How many believe I don't care what kind of condition you're in, God can make something new happen in your life today? That's what he said. He's going to give you threshing teeth. Going to give you a new set of teeth. Amen? How many has ever seen a stump grinder at work? Recently we had a large pine tree cut, and we told them that we want every bit of it gone. We don't want nothing left. We want that lawn clean and smooth when you leave here. He said, it will be. He, when he got it all cut down, he backed that machine up there. And I tell you, that thing went to work. It cut that pine stump down into the ground, cut all the roots up. And I mean, it just that's what God is saying. I'm going to give you some threshing teeth. You're going to be able to eat up your enemies. How many believe it's time for the enemy to stop chewing on us? It's time for us to have threshing teeth and start chewing on the enemy. Amen? This is our year. You'll say to yourself, I am not going to be chewed on in 2020. I have thrushing teeth. That's what he's promised. You give you thrushing teeth, you'll be able to devour anything that comes in your life because you're crowned with goodness. And your path drips with fatness. The word fat in the Bible, sometimes it means refreshing. Sometimes it also it means riches. Don't bless you. That's why when they sacrificed, what did they have to do with the fat? God got the fat. So you want to be sure that you're going to get the blessed that God has got. Amen? You ought to say, I am through with leftovers. And now we're going to eat some leftovers for lunch. <laughs> All of it was cooked last night, wasn't eat up, so Peggy said, we'll get that again today. That's not what I'm talking about. I know of some men that won't eat leftovers. Their wife has to cook three meals a day. Shame, shame. Amen. But the devil wants you to, hallelujah. Sister Sue said something about a man that went to heaven. Saw this large container or building. And whoever was showing him around said, I want to go up here and show you something. He opened the door and he never seen such wonderful gifts inside that room. The man that went to heaven said, what are those? He said, every one of them was gifts that I had for you, but you never did ask. We have not because we don't what? I want you to start asking God that you're crowned with goodness, and you want to see that goodness manifested in your life, and you want to see your path with fatness, blessed going in and blessed coming out. Be obedient to God. Amen. Charles Spurgeon in his time was known the prince of all preachers. He said Psalm 91 is not for all Christians. It will not work for all Christians. You have to read verse 1. Where you got to dwell? In the shadow of what? Of the Almighty. How many times did Jesus say, How often have I tried to gather you as a hen would do her brood and pull you under my shadow? I mean, pull you under my protection. I want to encourage you to stay under the shadow, stay under the protection of God, and Psalm 91 will be fulfilled in our lives. It's just that simple. It's simple. 
be obedient to God. God loves obedience. I love that song they sang this morning. I need thee. I changed the words on it. I want thee. We ought to want him more than anything in this world. Because he's the only thing that's everlasting. So our year is going to be crowned with what? A year with goodness. God has summoned this year of goodness. We have the infallible, indestructible, incorruptible word of God that our year is going to be what? We have the word of God. Our year is crowned already with goodness. And also our paths are with fatness and the blessings of God is with us this year. Joshua and Caleb said, when they looked at the enemies and looked at the giants, others said, well, they're giants and we're grasshoppers in our own eyes. But Joshua and Caleb agreed. How many of you know if you get two agree, you can have just about anything if you just walk in agreement with the Word of God? But the problem is to get to walk in agreement with the Word of God, to live what God says. And this both agreed here. They said, them giants is going to be bred to us. What does he mean? Our teeth is going to eat them up. And we're going to get what they got. Because we have a promise from God. Amen? There's a seed time and there's a harvest time. The Bible said, and the devil left Jesus for a season, meaning three months. And then he came back. seed time. If you've been going through a valley and a dry time, have you been sowing some seeds? If you have, then this year is going to be your year of what? Harvest. You're going to see a harvest this year. Been planting some seed. How many have been planting some seed when it didn't seem like nothing was happening? You kept planting seed. When I was a kid coming up, this would be the time of the year they'd be putting the plows in the ground turning in the nose. Sometime it would freeze. They would be getting the onions in the ground. They'd be getting the cabbage in the ground. They was getting ready for a new harvest. How many is getting ready for a new harvest? Start planning for a new harvest. Start looking for a new harvest. Start getting some seed in the ground because there's going to be a harvest. We've been planting, and we're going to have a what? Harvest. God gives us seasons. You can't escape seasons. You're going to have winter. I'm not no winter guy. Hmm? Brother Harper back there, I guess you're a winter guy. You like it, Alaska. Uh, well, <laughs> sorry about that. Sometimes you get shot down, don't you? But you're going to have some winter times. Seed time and harvest time until the Lord comes. There's going to be winter and there's going to be what? summers and there's going to be what droughts but in and all of it i'm crowned with what goodness i believe the word of god not only that my path is going to be with what fatness it'll be seed time and a harvest time the crown to show year with goodness god has surrounded us with his goodness with his goodness he has compassed around us 
with all of the good things that he has. Psalms 5 and 12 said, With favor will thou compass him as with a shield. In other words, with a crown. When Esther went before the king, he said, I'll give you as much as half of my kingdom because she so pleased him. When our ways please God, I tell you, we can expect the best that God has to give. It's best. Brother Michael done a good job on the Sunday school class. How long did Enoch walk with God? Anybody know? 300 years. And the Bible said all these 300 years, his walk pleased God. Can you imagine living 300 years and every day you walk with God and your walk pleased God? Then it was brought out the reason it pleased God because he walked by what? Faith. He walked by faith. Amen. Brother Michael brought out and it believed he wasn't going to die. That I believe I'm going to be resurrected. How many believe that you're going to be blessed beyond measure this coming year? God is going to bless you going in and coming out. God's going to bless you whatever you put your hands to. God's going to bless you because you're crowned with what? Goodness. And your path is what? With fatness. So he said, with favor will thou compass him as with a shield. In other words, a crown. I'm going to crown him. God has ordained his people to be heirs and to be blessed to be blessed he's crowned us to be blessed thy Lord will bless the righteous the Bible said when a person is righteous he's going to bless them with favor God compassed his children as with a shield when David was laying on the mulberry tree God said when you hear the sound in the rustling of the leaves. That meant the marching army of God's angels. I mean, the angels encamp about those that do what? That love God, that fear God. And as he laid there waiting on the commandment of God, he heard that rustling in the mulberry limbs. It was God's marching angels telling David, the goodness of God has come upon you Get up. Use your thrushing teeth. The enemy, I'm going to deliver him in your hands. All of those that need healing in your body, I want you to believe this is your year to be healed. I want you to believe this is your year, that your best year of your life. Amen? I know you can get some bad reports. Peggy's got a few of them this year. A few of them scared her. It it scared us. Got one on her eye up here. They told her down at Arthritis Center, said that looks like cancer. If I've ever seen it, that looks like cancer. You need to go get that checked. Scared her. Went down. We prayed. The church prayed and had a bobsy. Went to a lady specialist. Oh, yeah, they gave you some good advice. You ought to tell them, I'm almost sure that's cancer. 
took a biopsy, sent it off, got a phone call today, the other day, said there ain't nothing to it. Come down here and we'll take care of it. I want you to know he's the chief physician. I want you to know nothing can deteriorate so bad that he can't fix it. He can fix it. Amen? Because you've been crowned with what? Goodness. You're an heir to heir what he has brought to us. And that's the blessings of God. Amen. Don't listen to your feelings. Amen. I believe I had one of the worst days I've had, and I can remember a week or so ago. Man, I, it, it, well, I won't go into detail. Early in the morning, I come up here to pray. I mean, want to know what God told me. The reason you had a bad day, you didn't walk in faith. You listened to your feelings. You listened to the, what the devil was telling you. And I began to speak the things of God by faith. The first thing you know, I told Brother Rick Peel this morning, I said, I was thinking about you as he come across, walking across. I said, I was just thinking about you. I feel like running through troops and jumping over walls. I want you to know that God is alive as much as he ever was alive. He said, I once was dead, but I'm alive, and I'm alive forevermore. You can get life out of dead things. Samson slew a lion with his bare hands and tore it to pieces just like it was a kid. He went on his way. He come back. He was hungry. And he looked in that dead carcass and he saw a hive of bees in there furnishing him some honey. He reached in there and got that honey out and carried it and gave it to his parents. I want you to know this morning, I don't care how dead it is, their life can come out of the dead things. If life can come out of the valley of dry bones, life can come out in us and bless our year with the crown of goodness like we've never seen and witnessed before. Amen? One of the co-founders of Home Depot came to this country from Russia with his family, his mother and father. He said we were the poorest family that you could talk about in Russia. Today, he's the co-founder, multi-billionaire of Home Depot. I'm not saying you're going to be a multi-billionaire, but I'm saying when we walk with God, we, uh, hallelujah. I don't care what it looks like, what it feels like, what God told me. He said, I don't care what, it, what you're going by, but your feelings, you're going by what you hear. You've got to go by what I say. Amen. For my year is crowned with what? Goodness and what? And fat things. Fat things. I have a great year. The crown is to fill up. It fills you up. The year of goodness of God is the time which he unfolds his own highest goodness and brings great glory and joy. I mean, need some joy. The joy of the Lord is what? Our strength. You want some strength? You need to get some joy. And it's free. The joy of the Lord is free. Psalm 104 and 3 said, All part of the earth is filled with fertility. Every part of the earth is filled with the goodness of God. 
The farmer gets up and goes out and sows the seed. And the Bible says he goes to sleep and he sleeps, Sister Linda. Night and day he sleeps. He has no idea how that seed is growing because the power is in the ground that God had created. This earth is filled with the goodness of God. And we don't know how the things grow, but it's growing. How many know your faith grows? The Bible says ever increase in faith. We ought to have more faith at the end of this year than we had beginning of the first of the year because our faith is growing because we're crowned with goodness. We're crowned with blessings. Praise God. And also, Psalms 104 and 3 says this. He makes the clouds his chariots. He walk upon the wings of the wind. Now, next time you see clouds, you might see God upon the clouds. And then it talks about the wind. What he said about the wind. The wings of the wind. Scientists tell us if the air stopped blowing, I forgot how many minutes, or if the wind starts blowing in just a few minutes on earth, what would happen to the earth? Everything on this earth would what? Die. Everything they say would die. It's a symbol of the presence of God. Happily feel after Him. I mean, no, you can just feel after Him. He's nearer than you think. He's closer than we realize. He's an ever-present help in the time of need. You don't have to pray for Him to come. He just said, I'm nearer than you realize. Just reach out and feel me. I'm alive. And I'm alive for what? evermore so we know we're blessed God rides up in the heavens and his greatness and his strength and his excellency we can see him in the sky the rivers of God flows fatness and abundance and all the sweetness of God flows to us everything God has belongs to who? Anybody? Thank you. Got two of you. The rest of you don't know. All that God has belongs to what? You. It's yours. The heavens are full, as Sister Sue said this morning. The thing that we could have had if we'd have what? Asked for it. So what are you going to start doing? Ask. And you shall what? you shall receive of the goodness of God. The goodness of God. The rivers of God is the water of life. The perpetual of His blessings. He crowns the year. God enriches all of His land. He visits the earth in rotations of seasons. He's never absent from the seasons. Never. He's with you in the wintertime. He's with you in the summertime. He's with you in the seed time. He's with you in the harvest time of the blessings of God. The greatest of his resources belong to us. After the death of Moses, 
the law required you could only mourn for a loved one for 30 days. Then you had to get on with your business. So they had mourned for Moses for 30 days. Joshua won. And God spoke to Joshua. He said, Moses is dead. Moses is dead. Stop mourning. And God told Joshua, it's time for you to take your new position. I believe it's time for the church to rise up and take a new position like we have never known before. Don't mourn your past. You can't change it. Don't waste time. It's a waste of time to mourn about things that's in our past. There's nothing we can do about it. We need to declare and decree. Job said if you'll declare or you'll decree a thing, it shall what? It shall be. Joshua, rise up and take your position. It says three days, but I'm going to change that a little bit for tomorrow. Your new year is coming. In three days, your new year is coming. Joshua, you've been in slavery for 80-something years, 40 years in Egypt and 40 years in the wilderness. You really don't know what it is to be free. But once you cross that Jordan, your new year, your new life is going to begin. God has a new year for us and a new life that we have never walked in before. Joshua, go in and take what I have given to you. You read that, you'll notice he said, go in and take what I have given you. The things of God cannot be obtained without spiritual warfare. The violent has to take it by force. We have to be spiritual warriors. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We wrestle with principalities, spiritual weakness in dark places and high places, which is the devil, trying his best to keep us from possessing what God has promised us. One of his promises, he's crowned this year with goodness and your path with fatness. Do not get stuck in the last year. And when Wednesday comes, what's going to happen to 2019? Tommy Tenney preached at cause of the time one year. Brother Powell and I were down there. He said, people stays up to watch the new year, what? But said, me and my wife stayed up to watch the old year to be gone. I mean, you need to watch your past be gone and forget it. You're going to remember anything about your past, remember the good things. Because God has a new land a new victory, new things that we have never experienced before. Joshua, I'm going to give you land you have never known. He never owned no land. He never owned no cattle, never owned a house. But I'm going to give you all of that tomorrow. It's going to start your new year. I mean, it's ready for a new year. Amen. You, you, you're ready. You're looking for it. Amen. You've been sowing some seed, right? You've been praying. This is your year of harvest. 
some years are not going to be as good as other years. I was in the FFA when I was in school. Entered our corn crop one year. They sent people out there. They measured off so many square feet and picked the corn, weighed it, and went to all the other cornfield. That cornfield won first place that year. I want to say that God wants you to have a first place in harvest this coming year. We have the promise of God. Amen. How many know what it takes to have a good corn crop? Huh? You have to first sow the seed. Then you got to fertilize it. And then he has to water it from heaven. If he doesn't water it, if he doesn't get the rain in the right time, I don't care how much you sow the seed, how much you plowed, how much you fertilize, if he doesn't send the rain, there's going to be no harvest. But he has promised to crown our year with goodness. He's going to send the rain at the proper time. He has never failed to send the rain at the proper time. That's what made that corn crop so plentiful that year because he got the rain at the proper time. I'm going to crown you this year. Blessing this year. Good things are going to happen. Amen. Don't look for something good to happen. God is always doing something new. Always. He's never idle. His eyes run to and fro, looking for whom he can bless. When he sees obedience, he opens the floodgates of heaven and begins to flood our lives. So we want to make this year that we're going to do what? Don't get hung up in what? 2019. Peggy's got a friend that lives in Houston. Called her some time ago. One of their girlfriends, the husband had passed away and, and said she married another man, said he is stuck in the 50s. Are you stuck somewhere? Huh? He just stuck in the 50s. Some people get stuck in the past. You know, they make this little old pad that catches mice, you know, about yay big, you know. Sticky. Or if you touch it, you can't hardly get loose from it. If a mouse runs across that thing, what happens? He gets stuck. He, you, you catch him in the morning, he just, he's stuck. Don't get stuck in what was about yesterday. Yesterday is come and yesterday is gone. Count your blessings and look for a blessed life in 2020 like you've never seen before. You have a promise from God. The goodness is going to be on your life. The goodness is going to be on your life. Praise God. Is there a receiver in the house? Isaiah said, is there a receiver in the house? I know I told you this story before, but my, Michael Taylor wants to hear it again, don't you? Was it a cause of the times in, in Alexander, Louisiana, to conference? And this guy, boy, he was just preaching away, and all of a sudden there's another sound coming in that building. Everybody quit listening to him and started looking around. Where's that sound coming from? What is that? He had a transistor radio in his pocket. He turned that on. Somehow they had it fixed up where that sound system would pick it up. And it was the transistor radio was playing. And he said, now, which voice are you listening to? 
Are you listening to that transistor radio? Are you listening to the voice of God? Are you ready to receive? How many could say, amen, I'm ready to receive 2020 as the good year of my life? The Bible said, take heed what you hear. Take heed to what you hear. We need to hear one voice. Brother Taylor preached a good message on that one voice. Got to hear just one voice. Gonna have one voice. So we're not gonna get stuck. Everybody has something they could get stuck in, right? You got something that could stick you. Try to get loose. Gonna get free. God is always doing new things. Do not be afraid to release and walk away from the past. Don't mourn over what God has called finished. Many years ago, I don't remember, her last name was Tenny, but she, the Lord spoke to her to start a women's conference in the United Pentecostal Organization in Louisiana. It mushroomed. I mean, it just exploded. In one year, she got in the pulpit, and what did she say? God told me to end it. People really got upset. When God says it's over, how many know it's over? It doesn't matter how much you pray and how much you fast, how much you plead with God, and how much you get to join in and pray with you. When God says it's over, come on now, let's let it be over. When God is finished, then we ought to be finished with it and look for something better. Look for something better. Something better. Do not be afraid to release and walk away from what God is finished or has finished or is going to finish when He has something wonderful new to take its place. God never takes away something that He doesn't bring something better. You find that in one place, really, more than one place, but especially St. John 15. He cuts away. He prunes the branches for what reason? To bring forth more. Sometimes God has to prune us. You know, the chastisement of the Lord is never pleasant to the flesh, but it's profitable to the Spirit to bring forth abundance and bring forth more. So God bless you. When you leave here, these angels are sitting around with you on the pew. They're going to go where? They're going to get in that car and go with you. They're going to go with you home. And your year has already been figured out. I don't think there's no significance about 2020. It could be next year we'll be in this building 20 years. I'm ready to see something happen that's never happened here before. God never intended for the fire to go out. Enthusiasm and a zealousness for the house of God. He never intended for that to happen. It does happen. But I believe something is going to happen this coming year. 
like we've never seen before. Glory to God. I'm going to get rid of the past. I'm going to go into my new air, right? Maybe you got some things you need to get rid of. Sister Jane, come on forward. Come on. They, they need to hear you. Peggy had been house cleaning her closet and my closet. You cannot believe how many clothes she has hauled and I help her to carry the Salvation Army. It's just unreal. I mean, there's some things that we got we don't need. It's not helping us in our spiritual world. We need to clean the house, get rid of it, and watch God bring something new in our lives. A new harvest. Amen. Deuteronomy 1 and 11 says what? He's going to make you a thousand percent greater than what your forefathers was. This is short, but you apply it to your lives. The Lord said there will be plenty in 2020. There will be plenty in 2020. We wish you a, a happy new year and the best year you have ever enjoyed in your life. Amen. The Bible said what the devil has stolen from you, he got to give it back. That's the word of God. May we pray over you, please. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the promise you've given us this year that you're going to bless us with goodness and our paths with fatness. We thank you the angels is going to ride with them wherever they go. You're nearer to them than anything in this world. You're going to bless them and keep them for your glory and honor. We give you praise in Jesus' name.